My name is Jeff. Free. Sing it with me. Here we go. It's Batman season. It's Batman season. Oh, come and bring a friend. Cause it's Batman season. Batman season. It's Batman season. Oh, come. Batman season. Kia ora Welcome to another episode of Batman season. In the studio today, we're making history. Not only do we have one guest, but we have two. So kia ora fellas. How are we all doing? Absolutely good, brilliant. Mate. So good. That was the coolest intro ever. <laughs> I was sitting here listening to it over the headphones. I'm like, yeah. I'm so here. For I was it. sitting here like a little kid at the candy store, like, oh. <laughs> 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 it's so epic. good. It's quality content. How good. Yeah. I mean, I, um, if you don't know already, I studied radio at university. And so for me to just say, Kill to Final, welcome to. That felt cool. That yes, felt nice. Um, but, you know, I'm just excited to be with you guys today. It's going to be good. Um, prior to this um, this episode, we actually went for Burger Fuel. Mm-hmm. Very good. And I had to communicate to these boys that not only do I sit in front of them as a, you know, as a creative, but as just a massive fan of, of their work and, no. and what they do. So it's an honor you, to bro. have you guys in the Badman studio today. Dude, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for having us in your home. Come on. Um, it's It's been a long time in the making, I feel. Yes, sir. We um we connected with you since the early days of Jeffrey, and you've been yeah such a loyal supporter and fan. And like we were just saying earlier, you know we when you first ever reached out to us, we we're like, oh my gosh, this guy's <laughs> epic. Yeah. Who is this guy? He's not in our close circles, like a close friend or family member. And I mean, I know I speak for both of us when I say like we're so grateful for the support you've shown us, absolutely, with Jeffrey. Like it's I'm stoked and feel privileged to be here. 100%. I think it's, it's one of those interesting things, like when you launch a project or you do something that's kind of, you know, you're pushing outside of your, your comfort zone potentially, it's it's so epic to see the support mm. from people that you don't really even know super well. It's like, it's great to have support of people that you know, mm. but then when it's like, when you receive that support from people you don't know and people like getting alongside and backing you and like challenging you, it's like... I know it's very affirming and it's like, I think that, that form of encouragement is something that we could do a whole totally. lot more. Eh? Totally. Yeah. Come yeah. on, all good. Well, I feel like you guys really do do that for a lot of people. Um, the platform that you two have as individuals, but also as a collective together in a brand we'll talk about very soon, mm-hmm. brand, hub, collective, pillar. Dude, I don't, I don't know how to describe know, it. Eh? I got no we've, idea. We've been from <laughs> collective to movement to business to, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a thing. thing. <laughs> it's, a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Jeffrey's a thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> and um, no, we um, we at the Bad Man uh, crew, mm. being myself, sick, yeah. um, support BMC. you, and we say thank you so much for what you do. Mm. Um, I'd say the crew also expands to the the dude that fixed the interface. I absolutely. Bro, shout out. You know, it was it broke. Big in the time that I wasn't even using it. So shout out to shout out to Jim Dixon. Yeah, sure, great man, Jim. So what good. a name as well. Jim, Powerhouse you're a great name. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. He um, he goes to our church. He's a he's so, a dad of yeah. a dude who's around my age. The dude's name's Ben. Mm-hmm. So he started the conversation. Mm. He actually said, how's the podcast going? And I oh. said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Straight through and, the And uh, this was a couple of months ago. And I said, uh, well, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And um, I told him why. And, and one of the whys was that, well, this was broken. And so he mm. came around. He saw what he could do. And he said, this is going to take a little bit more than what I can do right now. Let me take this. And so shout out to Ben and Jim for being a whole part of, well, this conversation. Without them, we couldn't be here. Yeah, that's awesome. How good. Well, um, yeah, let's talk about Jeffrey. Would one of you like to 
describe what is Jeffrey? You know, we've talked about already, said mm. the name, name dropped it. Mm. Yeah. But what is Jeffrey? Mm. You want to shoot, Charles? Yeah, I'll shoot. Um, Jeffrey, I've I've actually been sharing it a lot with people, like kind of the 30-second elevator pitch in the last few weeks. And mm. the way that I've been articulating it is we help connect creatives. Awesome. And our heart is for connecting creatives to collaborate, to create, to find community, um, and essentially to like pursue their purpose. Mm. Um, whether that be through um, the work that they tangibly do themselves, mm. their hobbies, the ways that they collaborate, um, even just the ways that they encourage people. Like it's it's so awesome to hear um, people's stories and what they've been through and the little nuggets of wisdom they've gained along the way. And ultimately, like with the Jeffrey podcast, so much of these, or so many of these stories and so much of these little nuggets and insight are being surfaced yeah. when there hasn't originally been an opportunity to. So I think we want to help people tell their stories. We want to um, give people a platform and be the invisible men behind the scenes that give people this opportunity and like just allow people to thrive. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, good. So well, good. I love what it says actually in your about page mm. on jeffrey.co.nz. <laughs> it asks the question, who qualifies as creative? Yeah. We believe what you do, whoever you are and whatever you do, join as we embrace creativity and mm. pursue a deeper level of connection as a world of creatives. Mm. Yeah. And so I, I love that. It's, you don't need to be in a particular place in your mm. life or a particular place in your creativity or mm. or quantify what success is for you there. It's just, it's no matter what you do or no matter who you are, mm. here's a community that's going to accept you and help you excel mm. in the things that you're passionate about. So I love that. That is so cool. Yeah. That's um, awesome. And obviously it's just you, you two guys sort of championing this, we'll call it a movement for now, I guess. Mm. I kind of like that because it means it's going somewhere. Mm. Yeah. That's what movement is. And so... Um, what what started the process for that? It was such a crazy like experience. Um, actually, like I guess we've we've shared the story a few times, but um, where it started was uh, kind of actually in uh, a worship set <laughs> at um, at uh, Life Leadership College, and I I was studying there, and in the middle of worship, uh, one of the ways that I feel God communicates with me is around um, like business ideas and structures like that, and I've I've got this like book that I like have at home and it's just like filled of all of these different things that hit me at random times and random places and random moments um and um i yeah was standing there and it's kind of it hit me this idea of of uniting creatives and kind of building community around that and i think there were lots of varying different parts to that puzzle as to kind of what what led that and what what charged that but yeah, I remember getting vividly like so angry about it because I was like, I got no time. <laughs> I have got no time or capacity to do anything in this space. Um, but yeah, I kind of um, got convicted about that as we started moving throughout the rest of the day. And um, I got convicted around stewarding um, the gifts that mm. God had kind of placed in my life and, and on my heart and, and stewarding uh, that well and using it to honor God and using it to glorify Him. And I... Yeah, just began to be challenged um, over the course of that day. And I um, that afternoon, I kind of just threw some stuff down on a bit of paper. I incorporated the company and um, we just kind of started moving from there. And I started kind of just doing stuff on my own. 
uh, journeying, trying to figure it out. And it, um, at the time, Charlie and I were living together. And I remember presenting it to him, and, and he shot super straight with me and was like, bro, <laughs> there's, some, there's some things we can change. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'd be real keen to be on board and be part of what this is. Um, but we're not calling it Wayne. But we're not calling it Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so some adjustments took place. And yeah. um, So Wayne. Yeah, so Wayne was... There yes, were, Cam, tell yeah. us about Wayne. Tell Wayne. About Wayne. <laughs> so Wayne, there were multiple reasons. One was um, my middle name. Um, yes. my father's name. Um, and, uh, I can't remember at what point this kind of came into the piece, but it, like one of the, one of the meanings of it is craftsman. Mm. And, um, yeah, I loved the, I loved that. Um, and I feel like it's an art that's kind of been lost a little bit. Um, I always, I kind of reminds me back of like the cobbler who makes shoes and it's like, who does that? Or like the, um, uh, blacksmith. Who like yeah, you know? True. It's like what are, I don't know. Do we even have that anymore? Is that even mm. a thing? I don't even know. Do we have people that do that? It's probably some like new age name for it. Yeah, like like a big <laughs> robot that like yeah cuts everything and does it all for yeah. us. Yeah, it's, it's like automated. We've lost this like real tangible, earthy kind of gritty mm. craftsman. Yeah. Um, I guess quality, and yeah, there was something that I resonated with that word. Um. And so yeah, but we ultim ultimately ended up um, settling on on Jeffrey as we kind of workshopped it a bit more. Mm. Um, yeah, coming from a place of um, gift from God is essentially um, wow. where that where that came. And so yeah, mm. that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I guess um, because you you came to me with Wayne and mm. you asked for some um, help, like creatively with it. Hundred percent you were niching quite hard on it being around clothing, yeah. clothing and goods sort of a space. And yeah. like, that's awesome. And like, that's something you can go and niche on, do really well. But I was like, I'm really keen to be on board, but I feel like we can do so much more. Well, maybe not more, but perhaps like evolve it into something different. Yeah. Allow it to transcend to something more than just what the initial pitch was. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, um, so we, we met um, when Cam moved into my flat and we started going to, well, Cam started coming to Central Church, which was my home church at the time. And we just were surrounded by such an amazing community of different creators, um, whether that be um, your classic sort of artistic creator of mm. design, photography, videography, but also like actors and musicians and um, even builders and all these sorts of people that just love to create in so many rich ways. And yeah, there had been lots of chat in the circles around connecting these people and maybe doing something a bit more tangible or, or creating some sort of collective to do it together. Mm. But nothing ever really happened. And it got to this point where Cam approached me with Wayne and we were talking about how it could evolve. And I was like, dude, let's do the stuff that we've been talking about for so long. Yeah. Like, why don't we actually just put our money where the mouth is? Yeah. Is that the saying? It is the saying. It is the saying. Oh, yeah, money where your mouth is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah nice. And actually just go for it. What have we yeah. got to lose? And it was in the, the, the time of COVID encroaching on the world and everybody had gone into lockdown and we found ourselves with a bit more of this time on our hands and we, you know, Cam and I, like, had started growing and, you know, had this really awesome close friendship and mm. we loved, we already worked on lots of, uh, lots of little projects together and creative ideas and bits and bobs and we were like, let's, let's do this. Let's do mm. something a little bit bigger and actually start sewing each day into to something bigger than ourselves and something that can grow and 
what would it look like to just take the next step tomorrow? Wow. So, yeah, we just kind of went for it and bought like 5K of stock of clothing. <laughs> Got a small business loan. <laughs> Started a podcast. We just sent it large. And yeah. just decided to send it rather than umming and ahhing, which we had been doing for quite a while. Yeah, 100%. And wondering what avenue we were or weren't going to do, we just went, why not? Let's just do it. I think, yeah, we just wanted to like explore and have fun and yeah. and just really um, see how much we could kind of get out of our lives and our outputs. Mm. And it was just so cool to actually, yeah, swipe all of those what ifs and that, you know, how should we to the side and go, let's just do it. And, and let it grow into what it, what it can or can't be. Let God do do his work. Yeah, let true. him, you know, plant the right seeds and let the right stuff to fruit and then prune what, what maybe we shouldn't be focusing on. But yeah, actually do the work that we can do and do the sowing that we can tangibly with what we're, what we're capable of doing. But ultimately, you know, God's going to let it grow in the way that he wants it to. Mm. So why not just start? So good. Well, I love the heart of Jeffrey. I mean... Obviously, being a, a consumer, but also someone perceiving what you guys do, there's there is this element of actually it's not just you two, mm. but there is another another hand at play, and and that's obviously God, and you've communicated that, and I think that's so so cool. And I think as we before we delve into what today's topic is about, um, I guess for you two individually, um, what is on your hearts right now? Mm. You know, what what is Holy Spirit saying to you at the moment? I think even even hearing you articulate that my heart is to to show that even more with jeffrey that mm. it is more than just us and kind of like the core team you know yeah. that that kind of runs this thing but rather really empowering and reaching the creatives and having more of these real face-to-face -face human interactions and mm. going out more into the world and taking Jeffrey like into the world rather than in a, a bit of a silo because yeah. I do feel convicted that it is so easy and comfortable to let it become that. Um, but actually like boldly and experimentally just stepping yeah. into new avenues and going where, oh, it might take a little bit of extra effort or it yeah, may yeah. take a little bit of something we haven't really done before, but I'm just so damn passionate about doing that. Yeah, and I'm so on. damn passionate about pushing myself um, and my own self limitations to experience the fullness of life yeah, and wow. experience the fullness of relationships, breaking down barriers between individuals, cultural, faith-based, any of these boundaries that get built up yeah, just bro. so subconsciously and actually go, why can't we go and have a podcast with that person? Why can't we go and... No, but I'm being honest. Like, no, I'm laughing because it's like, literally, as you're saying this, yeah. it's like, I I think as, um, I think was, as you were talking earlier, mm. I was just sitting here, I just got mad conviction about a decision mm. that we made on the car and the way here. Um, and yeah, it's actually, it's interesting on how, like, we have kind of nailed our colours to the wall in many respects and, and declaring that all people are creative. Mm. And we've we've made this, um, which I, I wholeheartedly believe. Mm. I wholeheartedly believe that um, 
you know, every person that walks this earth has an element of creativity that can be outworked in mm. so many different ways that potentially haven't even been uncovered yet. And yeah, we uh, were having some conversations around, um, yeah, just certain directional um, areas of Jeffrey and, and what that looked like. And um, yeah, I would actually probably like reevaluate the decision that we made in the, uh, uh, on the on the way here and it's it's fascinating to be reminded and pushed back on the track and back on the on the path of where where God's been taking us and it's like there are moments where we can get in our own space and go oh cool this is what we want to do this is where we want to go mm-hmm. this is this is what we think it is and it's like as soon as you remove God from the center as soon as you are no longer allowing him to be the one that makes those decisions, mm. um, it's actually quite interesting to see the way totally. that damage can be done and yeah. like people can be hurt and there can be um, even trajectories of things that are, mm. that are changed um, by not allowing God to be at the center of what we do. Yeah, or if, yeah. Like, if we just do it like this, it'll be manageable and we'll be protected to some extent. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> but it's like... I feel like more than often God's always wanting you to step out from that zone. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Your decision will ultimately be the easiest decision to make, right? Anything you make for yourself or what you think will be, yeah, sweet, I'll just do it because I thought of it and here we are. But I think it's, I love, yeah, I get little tingles, I guess, like bringing it back to the heart of worship. Like when it's yeah. actually, Lord, I, I submit what this platform is to you, what so this medium right. is to you. Mm-hmm. Um, This is my worship to you. And mm-hmm. actually this platform's being created not to, highlight who I am, mm. not to highlight what I can do, but actually, Lord, to highlight who you are in the mm. midst of um, our brokenness, or actually in the midst of who you call us to be within our creativity, because what, again, what he places in our hands has been has been graced to give it back to him and to give him the praise. And I guess there's it's evident that there are people in your midst who've been, I guess, impacted by what I can call a ministry, mm. you know, who've been impacted by um, two dudes who've, who've stepped out um, you definitely have stepped out and in faith mm. um, to trust God with this, and, mm. and just how do you how do you continue to do that in the day to day? You know, you've had this one idea, and, and God's touched this, but actually, what is it like? Lord, do I do I buy this particular piece of clothing to then yeah make? Mm. Do I go on this podcast? Mm. And it's continuing to come back to the heart of worship that, regardless of what you're called to, that this platform is to give it back to Him. Yeah, yeah, so good. That's bro. awesome, man. Yeah. yeah, as massive. Uh, yeah, you've yeah. hit the nail on the head. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How good. Well, um, you guys are here on this podcast today because I think you have created an amazing creative medium that has been has has gone in a completely different place to, from where it started. Um, there's clothing. There's mm. a podcast. There are people who are now outworking their creative um, outlets, and I just want to say thank you for you guys and how you've indirectly in a sense, mentored me to then create this medium. Mm. You know, we're here now, and, and it, I think, I look, I look at Fraser because he filmed my dream, and I said, I want to make a thing called Bad Man Season, and then mm. be encouraged by you guys for what you're doing, because mm. this isn't your full-time job. Yeah. This, this isn't a job for you guys. I mean, arguably. Arguably. <laughs> <laughs> There's work in FBI. Yeah, the the hours on the chalkboard say otherwise. And I guess, um, and yeah, I say thank you that you, have had a hand indirectly at making this what it is, and for me to sit in front of you, um, having a conversation with you is kind of it's kind of surreal. I'm like, oh wow, sweet, these guys oh, kind of so cool, man. Guys kind of help me mm. out. That's cool. Um, that's awesome. And I think yeah. what's awesome about Jeffrey, and I think who Jesus calls us to be as Christians, is to love and accept everyone. Yeah, it's good. Um, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. To love your neighbor as yourself. And I think mm. that's what Jeffrey does. 
And as you were saying, Cam, to reevaluate, actually, everyone is creative. And how do we unlock that creative outlet? And so mm. that's why you're here today. Yeah, it's cool, bro. And um, again, some more just to bring it back to the heart of worship, I guess one of the things I wanted to, to share with you guys and get some thoughts on is mm. this sentence, that God is the ultimate creative. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't debate it for a second <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, Not but that's, that's, that's a really awesome like one-liner because as a creator or anyone as a creator can think, you know, well, why do I create? Where does my creativity come from? Mm. What is the purpose behind it? But then there's is this one central source of truth that you can go back to for the all three of those answers. That's it. So it's, you know, just like the feel, the creative feel as mm. to why just comes from God, mm. comes from pursuing and seeking him. Mm. And it's going to look completely different for every individual. Yeah. You know, someone may go and read the word just directly. Someone may go and explore a new creative medium yeah. and find a whole new breath of life on their creativity. Someone may just go and express a block that they're having to a friend and be encouraged or have a nugget shared with them about the block that they've been through. Yeah. It's like God works in so many mysterious, crazy ways, far beyond creative ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So far beyond what we would pigeonhole him to, mm. to find the answer to this, I need to go and read my Bible Yeah. to find yeah. the answer to this. I need to go and listen to another sermon. Yeah. To find the answer to this, I just need to go to another Sunday service. Mm. God is so much bigger. Yes, you 100% believe you can find him in all three of those things, but he's so much bigger than what I believe we continuously pigeonhole him to be. That's yeah. It. It's so interesting, like I was kind of, as we were talking and talking on, like, you know, God being the ultimate creator, I think you look in the modern day world, right, and across the spectrum, some of the world's like leading creatives uh, in so many different industries and I guess what you'd stereotype a creative as, you know, in the music industry and fashion industry and all these different areas, you know, how many of them actually have a faith? Mm. How many of them actually know intimately the father that loves them? And I, I mean, I don't know the answer to that question, but I'd say probably not a lot. And, you know, gauging by the output that, that we seem to be exposed to significantly these days. Um, but what I do also see in that is the hand of, the, hand of like, the Almighty through that. And it's like, when you distill it all the way back, you know, ultimately we believe that every person was created. Every person that walks the face of this planet was created for a purpose and for a reason. And mm. whether, you know, you are living in relationship with your father or not, it's, you know, you, there is still a purpose over your life. And I think that it's interesting to see the giftings that God has placed on us unconditionally. Wow. There's no conditions on that. The giftings are there. And he lives in a place where he's like, I want to live in, I want to be in relationship. Yeah, I want to know you. But he doesn't withhold the gifts. You know, like there are still some amazing creative people mm. that don't have that intimate relationship with God, but yet they can still create. Um, and I'd say that all just distills back to the point it's because they were created and they live in a world that was created for them. Mm. And um, yeah, it kind of makes you feel 
privilege to be in a position to know God <laughs> and to live in a relationship with someone who's willing to create such a beautiful place for all of us to be in. Um, yeah, and experience so much creativity across across the globe. Mm. Yeah, so good. And I think even the Bible, in and of itself, is the it's the most wackiest like storybook mm. ever. But it's it's a nonfiction storybook, as we know. Obviously, mm. but even not only God being a, a creative with things He's made, mm. but actually how He communicates. Absolutely. Like you know, nowadays we have social media, we have we have podcasts, we have X, Y, and Z. Mm. But you know, He spoke to Moses through a burning bush. Yeah. And he, he spoke to Jonah when Jonah was feeling so tired and, and dehydrated with the, with the little palm tree that came up and gave him some shade. Mm. Um, you know, he speaks in crazy ways. Mm. God even spoke in human form. Mm. No, yeah. he, he, he humbled himself and came, and came down as man mm. to show us what it was like to be grace, mm. to be love. Mm. And you know, I think even it's so funny that the most ironic part about Jesus was that he was a carpenter's son. Mm. And, you know, in the 30 years of his life before his ministry, you'd think he was probably a good carpenter. Mm. And even that in and of itself, we're talking about blacksmiths and, and whatever the other occupation was, you know, Jesus was a carpenter using his hands. Mm. And I just think, man, God, you couldn't have made it more obvious that you are the ultimate creator. Yeah, mm. so good. Even in, in so Proverbs true. 8, verse 30, it says, Wisdom is said to have been like a master craftsman at God's side as he created the universe. Mm. You know, wisdom is such an important part of God's character. And, and as we create, it's actually coming back to him, asking um, advice on the blueprints that we have mm. and asking him to, you know, what do you think about this, God? Asking to change. And, and that's wisdom. Mm. Wisdom is when we invite God to move. Mm. And wisdom is when we allow him to speak um, for his agenda, not ours. Mm. Because when it's our agenda, we'll only get so far and it's only done intrinsically. Whereas when we, when we give it to him, there's this beautiful transformational process that happens when it becomes less of you and more of him mm. and the people around you. And so actually wisdom is impo an important part of his character, but it needs to be an important part of our character. Absolutely. Mm. It says in the verse that um, it's like being at God's side when he created the universe. Mm. I want to know the interworkings of his thoughts. Yeah. Mm. I want to know the interworking of you know, how do I get here or how do I trust you in this season mm. or how do I tr trust this time frame yeah you know that's wisdom mm. when we mm. give it back to him because sometimes it will never make sense yeah sometimes it won't be practical but actually giving it back to him because it was always his yeah mm. 100% it's just so good man God's good man mm. so, good. so good I'm I'm, I'm feeling blessed by this conversation mm. this that's is cool, so bro. cool I'm glad yeah wow that's awesome and I guess you know we talk about wisdom and, and we talk about you know, what's important about God and his nature. But I guess, actually, what does God's creativity tend to reveal? Mm. You know, things he's made or maybe things he's made through us. Mm. What does that creativity tend to reveal about God's character? Mm. I reckon it, it, like, straight up reveals more, like, what you say is, like, it, it actually just reveals God's character. Like, mm. it, the creativity that he expresses in so many different avenues and, like, that he uses and communicates through his... I think it just goes to show like the depth of love that he carries mm. um, and the willingness to, um, you know, it's, it's not through this one size fits all. It's not in this like, you know, up, um, this upholding of the law or this fulfillment of these, you know, X, Y, Z steps. There's actually, you know, freedom that comes through Christ and mm. it's this, ability to live in relationship you know relationship with with us three and you know it actually looks different uh it looks different season to season it looks different yeah. 
day to day. Um, and, and I mean, even person to person, you know, mm. like my relationship with you, Sam, is, is not the same as my relationship with Charlie, just as my relationship with Charlie isn't the same as, as my relationship with Fraser or um, my wife, you know. Um, you know, different relationships carry different things, but also different seasons in those relationships uh, look different as well. And I believe wholeheartedly that, you know, the creativity and the, I guess, the flexibility that God has in this world is that he can be all in every season mm. uh, and in every area of your life as well. Because of his creativity, it allows us to live in, in genuine and re- like wholehearted relationship with a God who doesn't just have one size fits all, um, yeah, but rather so it's a, it's a, hey, like come as you are. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's just such a beautiful thing that, you know, we, we serve a God that loves us enough to invite us to come, uh, not according to any agenda, but to, to where he's at, uh, or to mm. where we're at. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Mm. So interesting. I was thinking just before in our conversation, talking about how <clears throat> we live in a world that's full of so many, um, not, put, not necessarily, um, faith-based creatives, but I think it stems back to the fact and our core belief that everyone is a creator mm. in their own way. Everyone um, creates in their own way is because we have been created and designed by the ultimate creator. Yeah. And I was just thinking, you know, it's it's so interesting. Why why do people even without a faith create? What mm. is the purpose? What is the point? And reflecting on it just now, I believe it's because they are trying to, there's almost a longing that is baked into us as created beings, as godly beings, to create and to be a part of a creation that we fit Mm. into. Mm. And without God, we're going to be creating in any, any direction we can to comfort ourselves and yeah. fit ourselves into a picture of creation that we think is right or mm. is, is good for us and helps us feel whole. But ultimately without the divine inspiration of the true creator, yeah. we're going to be constantly creating and seeking that and trying to fill that void. As a whole. And I believe you, I believe you see it in so many creators and yeah. I've been there creating aimlessly and pointlessly for the sake of trying to either inflate yourself for your own image or to impress people or to to create uh, um, a a image or something like this and you see it in musicians and artists and you see in these these creations they put out into the world and songs and paintings and things and it's it's so interesting i believe you can tell when something is divinely inspired by God yeah. and you can see yeah. it written on someone's heart and on their work and in the way that they mm. articulate it and express it and deliver it into the world even yeah. and the way that they, the humility behind it. Mm. Um, but it's so, it's so interest, interesting to see and actually acknowledge that we have this creativity baked into us. Yeah. Like it is intertwined as a, core integral part of it's our like being. hardwired there is no escaping yeah it. it's there yeah 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 from the routines we set to ourselves each day the, mm. the habits and routines we create to the homes we create for ourselves yeah. to the lifestyles to the 
diet choices we make to hundred percent it's interesting though because i feel like society on a whole is moving towards automation you know it's moving actually mm. against the grain of creation and you look at like you know i'd say where we were 50 years ago where creation and innovation was such a massive part of the day-to-day where everyone mm. was you know you, you actually almost needed to create to survive you needed to create um to to move forward and to to grow but I feel like now we're we live in a season where creating and being creative is something that's, you know, there's almost they're trying to get less of it into mm. us. You know, like it's there's this consumer mindset that that is beginning to be adopted. And you look at our young people, mm. it's like social media, TikTok, like reels. It's like just cre- like consume, 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 um, and there isn't so much of of an encouragement uh, to create. And, to play. and to play and like mm. flip i remember i've talked about this i don't even know how many times on podcasts but like yeah a study that came out was talks on how um like creativity is something that they expect to be dead and like uh i can't remember what the time frame was is maybe 60 80 years uh but it, it basically to be on the decline um suffocated and, yeah, and the reason why is because, you know, a lot of the the molding that you do, the formational period of, of your brain and uh, through that whole season of life where you, you develop those skills, you know, it used to be so much freedom and a, and a lack of parameters for us to go mm. out and flip and climb trees and create games and narratives and stories and dream and believe and flipping build sandcastles and tree huts and mm. you know you created these these worlds and, and you really leaned into and practiced that that tangible um creativity uh, right from like you know such a young age even lego and like duplo and all those different building oh, things like there's so good there's massive encouragement for creating and now you look at our young people and it's just like it's consume, 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 consume. Yeah. And um yeah, I think creativity is something worth fighting for, you know? Mm. Um it's something that we need to pass down through the generations. We need to encourage and call out in others. Mm. Um we need to speak into. And um yeah, I think there's there's a massive weight behind it and I think a weight that all of us carry as people who um work with young people people who work in the creative space and with other creatives it's like this is an area we need to be intentional about um is is passing down that baton is um calling out the giftings in other people's lives and encouraging them to to break break down barriers and flip and challenge the status quo and do things that are like you know outrageous but yeah i think it's all a part of growth and development and living in deeper relationship with God. So good. Well, just really, it sounds like history is just going to repeat itself, right? Mm. You know, in the sense that, as you said, 50 years ago, you almost needed to create to live, to survive. Mm. But if it's going to be on the decline in the next 60 to 80 years because we've been encouraged to have a consumeristic culture, then who's creating? Mm. You know, how are we... That's what I was just thinking. You know, how are we going to be consumers Uh (laughs) if no one's creating? And so Mm. it's going to be this call to actually, oh, maybe I should use what's in my hands right now. Yeah, maybe I should outside of my full time job have another project because it's something yeah. someone might need someday. And yeah, so as it's almost like a little time capsule. Totally, totally. Yeah. And as much as that scares me, you know, the fact that we are, well, even now we're just consumers, but actually 
um, it makes me excited because there's going to be this new wave of creativity that comes through. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> social media will be dead by then. Yeah. Who knows? knows? Maybe it's going to be a whole nother thing. Maybe we'll mm. actually have flying cars. Mm. I mean, oh, still waiting. You know? I mean, <laughs> Back to the Future predicted it in what, 2012? <laughs> yeah. True that. We're, we're, back, we're, we're way away from that. Yeah. We had yeah. the iPhone 4S at that point, so. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty damn close. <laughs> we're pretty close. <laughs> It's actually so funny reflecting on how terrible old iPhones are. <laughs> like, you hold the new, like, 12 or 12 Pro, and you're just like, this thing. Like, the 12 Pro Max shoots in RAW. Yeah. How insane is that? <laughs> 4K, Remarkable. like, Dolby flipping, like, video. Mm. It's insanity. It is crazy. And you look back to the, like, iPhone 3GS <laughs> or whatever it was that yeah. was, like, yeah. <laughs> Wild. It's so crazy. Like, I think... um. Oh, I saw a video the other day that we have more technology in our cell phones mm. than NASA had when they sent the first man to the moon. I love wow. that fact. You know? <laughs> that is spectacular. <laughs> I was like, what? How crazy is so that? So my phone call to my mum is way more important than the dude who got to the moon, the technology in that. That's cool. I do love my mum, so that's important. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. <laughs> Innovation just blows my mind. Yeah. Though. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. good. Um, and I guess we, we are talking about the nature of God. We are talking about his character. But actually, what is our call to that? Mm. And I guess within all of this, why does God, the creator of all creation, call us to collaborate with him? Mm. That's a really good question. It's a very, very good question. I think it's because creation's not finished. Wow. I think it's because we are a part and called yeah. into God's story, which is very much in play. <laughs> wow. we wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't mm. but um i think one of the most beautiful things is god actually wants us to be a part of his story and a mm. part of his life and i found myself for a while waking up in the mornings and in my prayer time with god just having more of a conversation with him and just pondering on the fact like God, it's actually really cool that you give me the opportunity to be here another day. Mm. Like what could a, a simple little dude like me on this earth... You're not a little dude, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're at least seven foot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Us flipping five footers are like... <laughs> yeah, I'm just below every time. I'm five sevens. <laughs> Poor choice. Poor choice of words. But yeah. honestly, what part do I have to play out of seven odd billion people on this planet to contribute to his story. It's pretty humbling, eh? Yeah. It's, it's like a big game of fill in the blanks, you know, those the little things you get in English, you know. Fill a word here. Yeah. Um, finish the sentence, and, it's, and it's, the story's not finished because the story hasn't involved us. Mm. And I'm just like, wow. And um, one of my prayers every day at the moment is that, Lord, you call such a, such a broken person, such an ordinary person, to do your extraordinary work. Yeah, it's just like wow. Like, there's someone who could be doing what I do, so easily. Mm. But it's actually, as you say, out of the seven billion people, there's someone who cares about my emotions, about my feelings, about my my well-being, about my purpose, my calling, who I am, so deep and intimately more than I ever will care about that. Because mm. you know, he just wants to be in relationship with me. Yeah, I have goosebumps. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty special. Yeah. 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 I love the Lord, man. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> He's pretty cool. Yeah, bro. And like, 
I don't know. I think he, he's got such a humble nature to him because, as you say, like, however old Earth is, it's at least 12 years old. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> at least. It's at least. Uh, you know, it's if this creative all creation made all of that he did, why didn't he just finish it? Mm. You know, why didn't he just, you know, do that, do this, do that? Well, again, full knowledge that actually we as humans aren't that great at stewarding the earth that well as well. Mm. But, you know, it's, it's I think, to veer off into a whole completely different conversation than that, it's the free will he gives us. And I think it's, there's this beautiful transaction that happens when actually there's a Jesus who died on the cross for us knowing that there will be so many people who, doesn't who don't choose him. Mm. You know, that there's going to be that family member of mine or that friend of mine who, who at the end of the day, Jesus died for them, but they'll never choose him. Mm. But that's ultimate compassion, unconditional love within that. Yeah. And I was, um, I was saying to, to someone the other day that when I read the Bible, um, there's all these rules and regulations, um, or it seems like it. But actually, when I read it now, they're just but guidelines to have good relationship. Mm. They're guidelines to have good relationship and disciplined relationship with the Father. And actually, how do I protect and put boundaries around this relationship, but also the relationships I have with other people? And so it's, it's this creative all creation didn't finish his work mm. because he calls us to a relationship. Mm. And I'm like, wow. That I get to partner with him. Mm. You know, I get to actually let him into this, this space of mine that is this creative endeavor and say, Lord, would you be king of this space? Because mm. again, if, if that wasn't the case and if earth was finished, then all I do is going to be about me. All I would ever do would be about how how much money I get, um, how much people liked my creativity. Mm. But actually, he he invites us to give him a ticket to our to the front row ticket to our show, mm. you know, the mm. front row ticket to what we're doing because he's the director and we're just the person who did it. Mm. That's awesome. You know? I think the grace and the fact that he allows us to learn, yeah, when we come before him and pursue him with. All that we, only what we have to offer, yeah. Only where we're at and what we've been through and where we've come from and who we are. But the grace that He allows us to be broken and learn and pursue yeah. Him and mm. grow it just blows my mind every day. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty huge. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and I think you're Lord that you call us to collaborate with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Oh man, I think that comes back to Jeffrey as well. It's like the excitement and the the gratitude that I have to be able to grow and learn with people mm. creatively, um, relationally, to do life with people and support one another. To support so cool. one another and just champion one another and what yeah. we do. Even if we don't inherently understand or really enjoy what another is doing because it's not one of our personal close interests. Mm. Yeah. But to see that someone is owning something and they love it, I've learned, I've been learning to be excited in that space. To be mm. like, hey, not something I necessarily froth, yeah. but I can see that you love it. Power to you. And you're so good <laughs> at it. And like, I know you're good at it. So like, that is awesome. Mm. Let's talk about that. Yeah, it's cool. And it's so easy in New Zealand to not be that person, you know, not be the yeah. person that supports that person because, you know, we live in a culture where tall poppy syndrome is a thing. Totally. And to see someone owning something, firstly, sometimes hurts us. Yeah. But to see something owning something that we don't like, yeah. that's mm -hmm. even more of a barrier because we're like, 
wow, now you've just totally distanced yourself from me or you, you've distanced yourself from something I'd be interested in. It's not, not only am I angry that you're successful, but shame because it's something I don't like mm. and you're just as a consumer, you know? So, something like that. And it's, I know that's a thought process of a lot of people mm. yeah. um, because I have been there. You know, I have friends in the past who, um, who are really good at dancing and in high school, I didn't get why dance really was a thing. Yeah. Um, but I got music. And I thought, yeah, music conveys this obvious message because there's words, there's, um, there's chords and keys that will that will hit my heartstrings. But mm. when I watch dance, I'm like, oh, okay, they're kind of just they're moving. Mm. That's cool. Yep. But then one of my really close friends is a dancer, mm. and I had a conversation with her a couple of years ago. I said, I get it, I get it now. And you know, she has dance shows and she um, studies dance, and, and I'm like, man, go get it. I'm mm. not a dancer, but you do your thing, man. That's mm. so cool that actually not only are you good at it, but this is how you connect with God. This is actually your mm. worship to him because yeah. maybe the actual dance itself is or isn't worship for her. But the connection she has with people on an external level from her university and people and her close friends, like there will be directors of shows, there will be people she dances with, that actually now she's being used in the sphere that God's called her to um, to then impact people through her conversation, through mm. her character, through her demeanor. Um, and it's this beautiful grace that sometimes our creativity won't actually touch someone. Mm. you know. But it's the spaces that we're put in um, that God graces for us to make impact mm. through our conversations, through our interactions. And I think, wow, thank you, Lord. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's really cool. I think even yeah. in that space as well, is I, it's very rare that we as individuals get to see the fruits of our labor, should you, you know, like, I guess to put it that way. But I know I reflect back on the parable of the seed and the sower, you know, and it's like... Yeah. You have no idea what kind of ground yeah. you're casting the seed on. You have no idea what kind of environment totally. or heart posture or position that someone is in their lives and where they're at. And the likelihood of, of that seed landing in someone's heart, taking root, growing and flowering. I mean, you have no idea really the impact that you have on people. Yeah, um, yeah I think even like... Um, through all of this, you know, it's like, you have no idea. Like we had no idea that for you, we had helped you with starting what you're doing now. And it's like, we had no idea about that until literally just here. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, you know, actually by being bold and like taking ownership of who you are and the gifts that God's called you to. And like, and those things in your heart and in your life that really just give you like life and passion and fulfillment it's like fulfilling those and doing it as if you're serving like the God Almighty. Like that mm. is the, that overflow is just massive. So and good. I remember when we first started, we had a lot of people come to us and be like, bro, we just rate the fact that you're doing it. Mm. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like so many people sit there and talk about things. So many people sit and talk about like, hey, we're going to do this. We want to do this. Or let's start a podcast or let's flip in, yeah. start a clothing label or let's do a creative agency. Let's, it's, But there's actually not many people that do it. And yeah, um, I remember people saying that to us a lot when we started. Jeffrey was like, what we really respect about you both is that you've just done it and you've yeah. just started it. And flip of just that, you know, is one bit of encouragement to anyone out there. Like actually stepping into something in your life and actually just doing it, you have no idea how much positive <laughs> impact or change that could make in someone else's life or in the world around you. Yeah. yeah. I, I think like the incentive to take the step out as well mm. has to come from that space of time spent with God. Yeah. Because 
I think it comes back to you can have so many of these external opinions and influences, but you know as an individual when you're in the zone with God and when yeah. God is speaking to you and how he connects with you and how you feel prompted and led by him. And you know, God, I, I know the plans I have for you. And when you're in that zone and you're seeking yeah. him and you're seeking the next step or the next steps and something's getting you pumped up and excited and it's stemming through every vein of your skill set to purpose to relationships to mm. all of these things that you are laid out in front of you in your life that you do and energize you it's undeniable yeah that's it and i believe personally like that's where jeffrey has come from that's where a lot of pivotal decisions in my life have come from from almost an indescribable confidence but I just, I know I have to do this and it's time to take a bit of a step of faith into it. Mm. Um, yeah. So good. I just picture Shia LaBeouf uh, in front of his green <laughs> Just do it. Do it. <laughs> and so, yeah, for, for the person like, that, that is needs such to hear a that. Left field. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture Shia LaBeouf and I was like, where it's is like this Shia going? <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. I just picture Shia LaBeouf. It's like Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> He's a scary That's dude. Great. My mind went straight to like shirtless somewhere. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, Sam. <laughs> oh, man. Was it Evan Stevens? Is that what he was in? Oh, it was. I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah? yeah? He was in Transformers yeah. as well, eh? In Transformers. Oh, yeah, sick. Yeah. Oh, got it right. Child actor. Yeah, we he's been him. gone for a long time and he's still somehow somewhat relevant. Um, <laughs> oh, he was in a great movie with um, it's the peanut butter uh, Falcon, about a wrestler dude. Uh, the uh, peanut butter Falcon. Peanut butter Falcon. So, <laughs> oh, that's out. the name. <laughs> and that's the name of the movie, and it's right. this it's this beautiful story about um, this young lad with Down syndrome who has this desire to, or like he has a dream to be a wrestler, like a pro wrestler, and. Um, they, um, the Down syndrome boy breaks out of, um, like the place where he's living, like, and, um, bumps into Shia LaBeouf, who's like criminal, kind of that. I'm actually just completely sto- spoiling. Yeah, how's actually, that? No, yeah, you, 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 watch it. Oh, is this the one where we got, um, real tattoos for this character? Maybe. Because there, sure. there was a role recently where he has a character and they were going to put, put fake tattoos on him. Oh, but you I know, I saw that. And for, for an actor to get into his zone, Shia was like, I'm going to get these tattoos for real. And so his whole torso is full. Yeah. So they'll be kind of sick of this if it's this movie. It's a great way to get that free, it's a great way to get free tattoos, eh? That is oh, Business expense. That's it. That's Man, it. Yeah, I think I might just get in character. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Movie's finished, remove them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buzzy. Cam, I've got this new Jeffrey business venture. <laughs> get my whole body tattered up. <laughs> we can chuck it on the card, eh? <laughs> oh, Decline. <laughs> Another business loan, eh? Sorry, bro. It's back to Photoshop. Oh, oh yeah. how good. And I think, you know... I think this is all in the one question about why God, God calls us to collaborate with him. Um, all of this, even the Shia LaBeouf part, because, man, he probably needs Jesus. Um, but it's, I guess it, it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility because it relies on our ability to respond. Mm-hmm. 
you know, thinking about, you know, what is responsibility? Why is it our responsibility? Well, actually, it's our ability to respond to the conviction of who Jesus is for us. Mm. It's the ability to respond to actually preaching the gospel and baptizing people in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Actually, is what, what are we doing? And not only our creativity, but our day-to-day that allows us to have the ability to respond to people in love, mm. to respond to people who are the last, the lost, and the least. Mm. You know, there's people who actually you might be the closest thing they have to Jesus. They didn't grow up in a Christian family. Mm. None of their friends had a great experience at church, and that's all they hear about. Mm. But actually, what is it that we are doing that allows us to respond to people the way Jesus would? That's good, bro. You know, and um, if we were made in his image, you know, I believe our creative work is to show those around us their worth. Mm. And actually, who they were called to be is, is our creativity a mirror for those to realize that they were made in his image, mm. you know, is our, is our character, our demeanor, is our creativity holding up a mirror that actually just shows a photo of Jesus made in his image. Mm. You know, it buzzes me out that Jesus was just a human. You know, when I think about it, I thought he had these special powers, you know, kind of like the avatar or, or Ben 10 with a special watch, but he was just a dude, mm. you know, living in grace, showing people compassionate love, being unconditional with his love to them. Mm. And I'm just like, man, if I could just be but a fraction of that in my day-to-day, would my world change? Yes, it would. Mm. You know, to be that difference, to understand that that person does need Jesus, but that person needs grace, that person needs patience, and that person needs a chance. Because Jesus Jesus died to give us a chance. Mm. And is my creative work now a reflection of who he's called me to be? Mm. And I want to hope so. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So good. I think like hearing you say that and even like even just challenging you on that, bro, like even when we look out and we can look at people and say and think like um, people needing Jesus, actually yeah. are we first and foremost looking at ourselves 100%. and doing the thumbs first before the fingers and going, oh my gosh, I need yeah. Jesus. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And there's no way we're ever going to get to the perfect place mm. or a place where we can judge others mm. or yeah. be past this particular line that, that gives us the opportunity mm. to then be the us and them mm. because it is us. Mm. It's yeah. not just a church, but it's the church. Yeah. Mm. It's not a kingdom, it's the kingdom. Yeah. And, mm. um, and I love that we touched on it earlier, I guess, how you feel encouraged now um, at the very start of the podcast to now reevaluate actually, how am I honoring God in this time? Or how am I inviting him into this process? And so I guess whether this was your process or not, or whether you have an answer for it, it's how do we actually honor God through our creativity mm. to enhance his kingdom? That's such a cool question. Mm. And I think it stems, if you don't mind me just quickly sending it. Send it live. Um, something that I've like kind of wrestled with for a number of years and like I've only been a Christian since um, the start of 2017. Um, and... Yeah, having this kind of, this battle, this sort of struggle around like, am I doing enough for the kingdom? Mm. Is the work I do um, and are the avenues that I walk in, Cam Cam is pouring the loudest (laughs) chemics right now. Oh yeah, let's just get a little focus on that. Is anyone else also going to go to the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) So good, man. Nice. Sorry, yeah, are you doing enough for the kingdom? Yeah, and that's that's been like a bit of a 
an anxiety and like a wondering and uh, and a struggle in myself is you know you look at these people tangibly in like ministry positions at your local church and you're like oh my gosh that person's so much holier than me <laughs> but just breaking down these these kind of like expectations and almost almost these Christian cultural um, things around actually what does my ministry look like. Mm. And my, in my life, and the work I do, and the things that I lend my 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 heart to, and my hands to, like, how am I ministering to people yeah. through my role as a digital product designer in a um, quite predominantly secular office and industry, and through Jeffrey, and through Tons. pottery. <laughs> Like, yeah, literally through through all the things that I do and then my time too. How am I ministering, and how am I how am I, um, essentially doing it for the kingdom? That's it. Yeah, I think you know when we honor God through our creativity, and I, th- I believe we touched on this already, that we realize it was never about us. We realize that what we do isn't to give us ourselves the glory or mm-hmm. the praise, but yep. actually it, our creativity has been an avenue for someone to realize who Jesus is, mm. that we get to create platforms and that we get to create um, you no know, movements or, or brands that actually come back to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's now, for those of you who may have some sort of um, outlet or, or brand, you have your loyal people, mm-hmm. but what journey are you taking them on? And I think that's an amazing question to ask in the midst of what you're doing. Um, And sometimes it doesn't have to be as big as a brand, but actually what is your creativity in that chef job you have at that restaurant doing for those around you? Totally. Mm. You know, you're still creating. You know, what is is that job at at that pack and save job? Yeah. Well, you're actually providing and creating an atmosphere for people to have livelihoods and actually people to eat. I love Mm. that, You know, like... Well, that dishwasher, that like dishwasher, straight up. Like, are you flipping washing every dish with yeah. an, with a smile on your face and like mm. holding your head high because you know that you're doing so much more than washing dishes, but you're That's serving it. your creator. That's it. Like, how massive is that? Not even weight or responsibility, but like privilege. Like, such yeah. a massive privilege to do everything that we do mm. for a dude that loves us and just like, I don't know. It just takes the responsibility off everything it's mm. like there's so much joy in the smallest of things when yes. you're doing it for your creator and um i spent seven years cleaning toilets wow um which every summer and i love a good juxtaposition eh? yeah, <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> Boom. and i mean flip i don't know if through all those seven years i was doing it for the lord but yeah. to be honest when you have a mindset that is not about yourself and it's about you know, other th- like things beyond yourself. Mm. Um, it makes doing a lot of those kind of things way easier. Mm. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, way, totally. way easier. Mm. Yeah. So good. Dang. Well, we have we have a little bit of time left. So give me five words about how you're feeling right now for this next season of your life. I was about to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling real good about myself. Really good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Done. So good. It's on the table. Um, oh, okay, and you got this. 
I would say terrified. Um, terrified. I would say. Are these individual words? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So I'd say terrified. I'd say um, intrigued. Yep. Um, I would say excited. Um, uh, I would say passionate as well. Um, and humbled. Awesome. Yeah. Come cool. on. Well, I guess my five words would be 